yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for raising our spirits right up through our hearts in this place. <laughs> Glory to God. First of all, thank you for all the birthday wishes. Very kind of you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God is good. Really, really good. Hallelujah. I got that Nina Simone anointing tonight. We're feeling good. In the glory. It feels like the bliss of those who know him. There is a strong, heavy bliss in this place. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost race. And we're getting higher and higher every day. Genesis 14, 19, And he blessed him and said, Blessed, favored with blessings, made blissful, be Abram by God Most High. Possessor and maker of heaven and earth. Holy! And Psalms 84:11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows present grace and favor and future glory, honor, splendor, and heavenly bliss. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I said that I saw the chariot wheels. Here come the chariot wheels. Wow. First Kings 7.33 The wheels were made like a chariot wheel. I saw the chariot wheels. There's chariots in this place. Chariots of fire. I see Evangelip, Evangelist Philip attaching himself to that chariot to the Ethiopian. So we just attach our souls to the chariot of Jesus Christ in this place. Thank you, Father, for chariot rides today. The wheels were made like a chariot wheel. Their axles, their rims, their spokes, and their hubs were all cast. Psalm 65:11. You crown the year, this new year, with your bounty and goodness, 
and the tracks of your chariot wheels drip with fatness and the fatness is the prosperity of God the Father some people don't understand fatness that's why you gotta explain things <laughs> thank you father Mm, I feel the fire burning on my face and neck. And it's not just because the air conditioners blew up today at Joel's Bar. But our mighty champions fixed them, amen. Bless them, Lord. Hallelujah. Great rewards for that. That's greater than a glass of water. That's a house full of air conditioning. Hallelujah. I don't know why this drink tastes like sulfur, though. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just about. Hopefully it's just some kind of supernatural thing, but it literally tastes like sulfur. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. It's like drinking fireworks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Well, bless you guys. Today's my 41st birthday in the glory. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Bless you. It's cool to have all the visitors. Thanks for visiting. It's really precious. Love you guys. It's been a wild adventure. I really know that we're getting started in a new season of greater glory. God's been showing me some wild stuff. He's been showing me rulership in the clouds. You have that to look forward to. Your future throne is a cloud of glory in this world. On earth, well, not really, but definitely as it is in heaven. You'll be over the earth in a cloud. We'll meet him in the clouds. We'll be transported by clouds. That's pretty wild. We want to talk about clouds tonight in the glory. As you know, the first mention of cloud in the Bible is Genesis 9.14. This is really special. And it shall be that when I bring clouds over the earth, and the rainbow is seen in the clouds. That's the your spirit ruling over the natural dimension. They will see the rainbow in the clouds. They will see your mature spirit being in the clouds over the cities of animal flesh. And so we greet your spirits inside those bodies and tell your spirits inside those bodies your future is a future as a rainbow light being in the clouds over the earth. Even over your hearts, even over your blood, even over your mind, even over your bones. There'll be so much water with your clouds full of rain that your dry bones will become completely marinated with the life of the Lord Jesus. 
The marrow that will come forth from your bones will be the river of life. The very exact same bloodlines as Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah, and your Savior will save you to the uttermost. He's not just going to save you spiritually in this day. He's going to save you morally. He's going to save you mentally. He's going to save you physically. And He's going to save you financially. God leaves no area untouched. He does a thorough job. His name is the author and the perfecter of faith. And we're right in the midst of it. Everyone at different elevations of faith, which is different belief systems in the ability of the working of the Word of God in their spirit. The progress that you're going to have ascending in the river as a spirit being by the river, by the Holy Ghost, by believing the Word, will be a greater release of living water that your mind has never drank before. Bob Jones used to say when people be easily slain in the spirit, boy, you need to learn how to hold your liquor. Because the brain just short circuits and they just get laid out. Boy, girl, hold your liquor. Which means let the wineskin hold the glory and take you up on an elevator ride. We gotta patch these wineskins. Areas of unbelief is where you're leaking out, where you're not holding your liquor or your glory or your anointing or your provision from God to ascend from glory to glory. To glory to glory. From glory to glory. In the glory, as the glory, following the spirit of glory, to the crown of glory, above your heads. Amen. It's on your spirit, but it's always above your head because there's always more glory. In this world, we will bring an ever-increasing glory by the Spirit, who is the Lord, and there will be no holding back. There will be no excuse. There will be no covenant with the religious antichrist spirit. There will be no people-pleasing. There will be only God the Father pleasing to bring forth an expression of the Messiah that Christians have never known. Some prophets have known it in heaven, but it shall be known in all the earth. The whole earth shall know the glory of the Father. You've known the glory of the Lamb. You've known the glory of the Spirit. In this great drowning in baptism, you are going to know the love, which is the glory of your heavenly Father. And you're just going to inhale it as you begin to breathe different air, that rarefied air of the Father's realm. The Father lives in a different realm. Jesus is at the right side of the Father. Jesus leads you to the Father. Jesus was a father freak. He says, I have come into the earth to lead you to my Father. So the purpose and the mission of the Messiah is to get you fully fathered by the Father of glory 
and to know your Father completely inside and out in every way. Complete and total adoption with no orphan anywhere. Those that know the Father have His ability in their spirit and they speak out of His heart. You speak the fiery coals of the seraphim. You speak the glory of the seraphim. You speak the glory of the cherubim. You speak the visions of the ophanim, the sight of the angelic. You are of the angelic host. In the manifestation of the Father's glory, you are bringing forth His image from inside you as day dawns through your faces, dealing with your hearts constantly. The Word of God has pierced our hearts constantly to manifest out of our innermost being the glory of the Father. We are bringing forth now a greater glory of the Father every knee will bow and you know a, a knee bowing is a judgment in a manifestation of a throne it's reference to the royal dignity of the sons of God being realized by most believers Holy Spirit believers are gonna feel it first it's gonna contradict most of the stuff they've learned in church but the fruit will be undeniable it'll persuade their hearts It'll convince their minds. It'll deliver them from Jezebel's witchcraft and the false prophetic and soulish spirituality that has held them back from a greater glory. They will be convinced. They will see and know a greater maturity that they did not know existed before. Our job as pioneers of the glory is to demonstrate a glory that people don't even know exists, that they don't even know is available, but we will make it available. We will show them what exists. We will live in these realms and populate these higher realms of glory with our spirit. And as we encounter it with our spirit, we shall speak from that realm with our mouths. What you have seen, what you have heard, what you have experienced in the heavenly glory, speak it in plain speech. Make it common to the people. Let them understand the heavenly glory in a greater way than ever before. And we thank you for it in this place. Lord Jesus Christ, amen. amen. Glory. <laughs> Job 26. His head reaches to the clouds and his height mounts up to the heavens. Thick clouds are a covering to him so that he does not see. And he walks on the vault of the heavens. He holds the waters bound in his clouds, which otherwise would spill on earth all at once. And the cloud is not rent under him. Not only that, but can anyone understand the spreadings 
of the clouds or the thunderings of his pavilion. Clouds, habitation, canopy, dwelling, dome, pavilion of the manifestation of your spirit which is the tabernacle of David, which is exactly what your spirit getting through your hearts brings forth now. An understanding of manifesting out of your belly rivers. Not just spilling forth into the earth, but bringing forth a government. Not just pouring out of your belly, but an order of living waters. Enoch spoke of when the waters would come from the righteous and drown all sinners and drown their seven mountains and destroy their governments and destroy their power and authority of wicked kings, which is dealing with the political realm. The waters are dealing with the political realm in the nations like never before. You have never seen a desperation from Satan and his sons and daughters like these days of Noah. He will drown them all. Their powers will cease and the power of righteousness will be in the waters. Those who have revelation of what the living waters are shall install new governments over all cities. There will be new people in places of power. When the righteous rule and reign, the cities rejoice. When the wicked rule, the righteous go into hiding. Elijah in the cave, he's coming out of the cave. You're coming out of the cave of that human body. The wicked are not ruling anymore. We are creating a realm of peace and power and safety with the manifestation of our spirit in the living waters over all the earth for the human spirit to come out and not be struck down by the satans the fallen angels will be struck down by our manifestation of living waters and they will go into hiding there are angels now being released with gigantic chains that were written in the books of God to be released right now. I believe today. I believe I was seeing gigantic chains of the angels, Raphael, Fenuel, Michael, and the archangels releasing gigantic chains to bind up some of these devils that have been over the nations for thousands of years. Today is the day of awesome vengeance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. A day of awesome vengeance against the spiritual enemies of the maturing bride. And I see the number 12 right now as I talk about the maturing bride, that she's coming into her bat's mitzvah with a baseball bat like like dc comics dc comics the suicide squad right 
Amen. And just beating up the devils left and right with the living waters. Not with soulish effort, not with ground warfare, not with strange fire and striving, not with fear and paranoia, but with the manifestation of her God through her spirit. That's the great exploits. That's knowing him in your spirit. The ability to release God the Father's power like a baseball bat. And notice it's a celebration. It's an age of maturity for the corporate bride and the spirit part of the believers. The spirit part of believers is making progress in the flesh heart part of the believers, which is the river of life devouring the river of strife. It's devouring the red dragon. There's a voice of that river that won't speak much longer. You know, the Bible says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the sons of God. Who made peace? The living water alone made peace. And the symbol of peace is the dove that came out of Noah's ark. It's an illustration of someone who's learned how to talk out of their spirit through a circumcised heart without the carnality of their own flesh and blood and the spirit gets all the way through and they're speaking white doves. The release of the white dove is a daily communication from God the Father in your spirit speaking whatever words are necessary to bring order over the waters. In the fall of the angels in Genesis 1, the waters were in chaos, but the end of the book, the waters are in order. From Genesis to Revelation in that time span, which is about 7,000 years, God created everything in seven days and it was finished. He created the order after the chaos on the first day. So the seventh day comes forth by the order of the living waters, Habakkuk 2.14, the knowledge of the glory shall cover the earth, which is the order of the living waters covering the nations as a sea of glass. And your mind is awakening to the ability of your spirit as living water. You know, the born again spirit is born of spirit and water, John chapter 3. So it's learning how to use the new creature. Knowledge of the water is the ability of the new creature in Christ. Without water ability, he's dormant in there. And it's mostly just witchcraft in the heart constantly. <laughs> and that's what we've known during the church age. Mixture, sometimes living water, but a lot of times the human heart's ability, which is a different river, it's the river of chaos. It's the river of strife. It's the river of a hundred thousand different interpretations of the Bible causing a hundred thousand different denominations in Christianity. Why? Because man's heart is split in a hundred thousand different directions. But when the heart is circumcised, there's only one expression. And it's the purity of the Lamb through those pure in heart. There's a unity of the circumcised, but the uncircumcised have no unity and they fight amongst each other. So we have to lead in the sword, cutting our hearts off of our spirit to demonstrate unity that exists only in the circumcision of the soul and revealing 
God's rock solid seven spirits of God unchanging spirit in this place. Seven spirits of God before the microphone. Seven spirits blazing through the camcorder. Seven spirits burning in our hearts. A constant sacrifice of the temporal for the eternal. And nothing can shut down when your form changes, when the seven spirits of God have conquered your heart by your constant yielding. Your form is forever changed into the lightnings of God's right hand, the manifest sons of God are the right hand of God. At my right hand is Jesus Christ. And all who are seated with him, who have matured by the seven spirits sent out into all hearts. So that the ability of the maturity of one who's risen from the dead is the release of the Father's lightning from his right hand. It's those lightnings that I see Satan falling like my right hand. It's the release of the right hand that causes all the Satans to be struck down. And that is the enforcement of these gigantic chains that have been created in the third heaven and are only released when you hit a point of maturity in your spirit conquering your soul. You're not waiting on God, God's waiting on you. There's no waiting on God. Not in the new covenant. God's only waiting on you to yield and get burnt up in your heart. A greater fire. I make my ministers a greater fire. A more mature priesthood. And you had some awesome stuff in your lesser fire. When your heart burned within you at that level, you had fun with the Holy Ghost. The whole process is thrilling. From birth, through adolescence, through becoming young men and women in Christ. First John talks about the process of maturing. Infants in Christ, young men in Christ, fathers in Christ, ones in whom Christ is formed in adulthood. And adulthood is 33, which is still like a little child to a Pharisee. Let's let that burn in for a little bit.
passieren? Ja. cold drink while everything's burning up out there. Broadcasting studio of all time. Just broadcasting wild glory. Totally wild glory. Wild fire. More fire, Lord. More fire. <laughs> that just burned through everyone. More fire. Thank you, Lord. A heavy fire. A flood and a weight of the burning of your throne. Let it come forth from our spirit and rest upon our brains. 
And let it burn through the bones. Let it outpour fire. Having fun now. <laughs> Glory. Who can number the clouds by wisdom? Who can pour out the water bottles of the heavens? Pour out the water of the heavens. That's what people are experiencing in this place. A new water in a greater glory. Thank you, Jesus. He's coming forth in his people in purity you can't even imagine. Divine purity beyond imagination. Purity at a DNA level. True circumcision of the heart. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
before him, there broke forth through his thick clouds hailstones and coals of fire. <laughs> Be filled with holy fire. Be delivered by holy fire. Be healed with fire. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're gonna need some some living waters. We need to get filled with the deep river. Hallelujah. What a breakthrough. God. Thank you, Lord, for your rivers washing through our hearts, washing through our minds, filled and flooded with a greater river of God's love. This is what makes peace. The waters of divine love. Thank you for torrents of... The purity of the circumcision of our heart has brought forth a greater force of the waters of divine love to wash all animal hearts and minds in the whole world. (laughs) 
and the Spirit shall rest over the waters enthroned in the throne of Jesus Christ. He is the throne over the flood waters of life. And the waters of life are annihilating all sorcery. And the waters of life are annihilating all witchcraft. And the waters of life are annihilating all souls to have peace and prosperity in the Father's living water. It's the greatest gift toward humanity. And the drinkers alone know this gift and become the gift themselves by drinking it. It's the cup of the new covenant. It's the cup that overflows. It's those who truly yada him, who know him intimately as the river. Prophesy to the waters, prophesy to the winds that carry the waters, that move the waters where they need to blow, where they need to flow, where the Christians need to grow, in areas that need to be washed. All flesh be washed in the outpouring of the holiness of the spirits of the righteous living in the garden of his righteousness, manifesting liquid righteousness from within their circumcised hearts in this place. It's a release of peace from the heavenly Jerusalem, which is our spirits knit together in love, outpouring living waters. You know how Jerusalem descends as a scroll? It descends as the latter rain. It descends as the living water. Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, is the manifestation of the bride spirit in the high place releasing the waters of life. Everything down below is drinking it because it's absolutely sovereign over all creation. It's creating a new earth already. Your faith manifesting God's finished works through your spirit. Materializing the promised land in your day that will be brought about by faith in the Word of God written upon your eternal spirit. And the water shall come forth through the Word written on your spirit, flowing through your hearts and flowing through your foreheads. And the ancient gates shall have the name of Jesus Christ written on them. A pearl of great price, a mind of Christ, a brain which is a rock that waters pour out, and that rock is Christ, and that rock is your mind of Christ, and the waters are outpouring through your mind in a new way now, and there's a rainbow in the waters, and there's a rainbow in the cloud and the waters shall be drunk by everyone. And no one will be able to hide 
from the rain of the living waters. God put his sovereignty in your spirit, but it's a sovereignty of love. Any mixture, it's just witchcraft, and that's what he's dealing with. Circumcising, burning up, taking out all the tears in our hearts and minds, all the places where we hide, coming out to the surface into the light of the dawn of day, to walk with the Father in the coolness of the glory, no longer hiding in the cave, no longer needing any kind of fig skins or fig leaves or animal skins for the clothing of the glory of the love of your heavenly father shall clothe all nakedness and you'll be clothed in the brightness of his goodness you'll be clothed in the brightness of his divine love you'll be clothed in the purity of the lamb and temptation shall cease and you will overcome anything that's been attacking you because the Holy Spirit is greater than the devil the Holy Spirit's greater than your DNA the Holy Spirit's greater than your weaknesses he doesn't give up on you he transforms you by his own power which is his manifest unconditional love towards your souls Holy Spirit, you have done this work. Holy Spirit, you get all the thanks and honor in this place. Lord of Spirits is your name. And they shall stand before the Lord of Spirits as his friend and manifest from that friendship all the living waters and the sinners shall be swept away. And the mountains shall no longer rule by wickedness because of the friends of the Lord of Spirits. The elect have conquered their own hearts and minds and let the Lord of Spirits be Lord through their spirits to share in lordship under the Lord of Lords, under the King of Kings, who's coming to a people that knows the dominion of the Lord of Spirits in their spirits, having conquered their own hearts and minds, all their own unbelief, all their own witchcrafts and sorceries of religion, all their own immorality and idolatry of self, conquered by the Lord of Spirits in covenant with your spirits. And you are the elect ones who have come into obedience to the Lord of Spirits in this generation. And you have brought forth a judgment upon the fallen angels because of your obedience to the Lord of Spirits. And you will be rewarded by the Lord of Spirits. And you will be blessed with long life from the Lord of Spirits. And you shall have peace on the earth and the wicked shall no longer walk the earth because of the Lord of Spirits. And the Holy Ghost is his name. And the Son of Man shall rule and reign over all the elect who have obeyed the Lord of Spirits. Of these ones, he's not ashamed to call brothers and sisters. Little brothers, 
little sisters only until we're identical twin brothers and sisters with the Lamb of God. He didn't create a lesser creation. He created us equal sons and equal daughters and equal brothers and equal sisters to the Son of Man. Otherwise, there be no dominion over this world, for it belongs only to the Son of Man. But the Son of Man is not coming back until your maturity is equal to His authority and power shared with your spirit already, now convincing your heart and mind of how much favor you've actually received from your Father in Heaven. The Father wants many of equal stature to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's what a true mature son of God is. It's someone who's of equal stature to Jesus Christ in his 33rd year. Not little Yahweh's, big Yahweh's. He wants mature sons that are identical twins to Jesus. Bob Jones called it an army of Jesuses, and it is the truth anyhow. And that's what we war for, war for against this false holiness, against this false humility that denies divinity imparted into the spirit which is the true glorification of the Son of God, that He has redeemed us back and grown us back into the same level of glory that Adam and Eve lost in the garden. What was that measure? It was the measure of Luke, Adam called the Son of God. Not Jesus, Adam called the Son of God in the gospel. And you too, by the Lord of Spirits, will go back into the garden and be known as a Son of God in the fullness of glory equal to Jesus Christ. Anyone that says otherwise is demon-possessed. It's true. That's what you're dealing with. A people that say we're not worthy, or how about the blood of the Lamb made us worthy? And we got over the false judgment of the soul, which is a religious antichrist spirit holding us back from an inheritance of true spiritual maturity of the Lord of Spirits. He's raising you up like Enoch. He's raising you up like Elijah. He's raising you up the mountain like Moses. He's raising you up the mountain, up the cloud, like Jesus of Nazareth. And He is God, and of these ones who know Him, they become just like them. For they shall be called born of God. And they didn't stay just little hatchlings. They didn't stay little sucklings. They demonstrated that they were actually, in fact, born of God, raised of God, and became the likeness of God, which is the glorification of their Father in heaven. But the bewitched have not known him. The externalists have not known him. The bewitched have blasphemed him. The bewitched have taught incorrectly the maturing of the spirit. 
and upon them the manifest sons shall bring forth a flood. And scripture says they shall mourn and lament and beat their breasts for they have crucified him, which which means denied the divine ability of their spirit. They have denied the divine ability of their spirit. They said that only belongs to Jesus. That's bewitchment. It's Esau. It's a religious Esau that says there's only Jesus has that power. There are no brothers and sisters. He's not first born from the realm of the dead. He's the only born from the realm of the dead. He doesn't have brothers and sisters. Just him on the outside. That's how Satan has stolen the sons of God inheritance in this generation. They have denied that Jesus has come in our flesh. They have denied that Christ indwells human flesh, treasures and jars of clay. That's the only treasure we have every day. It's Jesus in you. Scripture says in this world we are Jesus. A lesser Jesus? That's what Satan wants you to believe. Nope. The same exact Jesus. The body of Christ Jesus. The bride of Christ Jesus. And she's not some secondary slave held off in the west wing of his mansion that doesn't have any ruling power. She's equally yoked to him with ruling authority, which is the spirit part of you, literally equal in authority to the Son of God that created the heavens and the earth. The bride of Christ is growing in authority. And the remnant that understands who's been discipled by the Lord of Spirits believes the truth and is available to be taught revelations about what their new creature is capable of doing. Other people, they just want old school religion. Just give me knowledge about Jesus. You need knowledge which is revelation about the unfolding and the revealing of Jesus in you. Dead teaching does not reveal Christ in you. It's just mere knowledge in the mind. That's what's been killing you. That's eating from the tree of knowledge of good. It has the appearance of good. It sounds like Christian teaching. It sounds like Christian preaching. But it never revealed the divinity of Christ inside my eternal spirit. And it has filled the earth with garbage so that the earth has become a garbage heap of Gehenna. And the believers live in Gehenna, a garbage heap because of garbage teaching. And a new teaching shall come forth with fire that will reveal Christ in fullness inside the believer's spirit. This is the promise of the days of Noah, the manifestation of the rivers of fire, same rivers that drowned Babylon in Daniel's day. Daniel 7 says, I saw the river of fire proceeding from the throne of one looking like the Son of Man, from Jesus. And when you saw the river from the throne of Jesus, and it was a river of fire, which is the river of living water, it's invisible fire. It's called the Shekinah glory. The Shekinah glory is fire. 
It's not the kind of water you just bathe in casually. It burns the sin off of your spirit. It burns the dirt and DNA off the God sperm genetics in your bellies. It changes your name. It changes what's written in your forehead. It changes your nature. It rearranges your feelings and thought life. You can't think the same. The DNA is changed when the real river of fire hits your hearts. And let us be ministers of fire. Let us be ministers of the river of Daniel 7. The seven blazing torches is what he saw. And it says that it frightened him exceedingly. Seal it up, Daniel. This isn't even for this time. This is for the end times when knowledge shall increase. And knowledge of this fire, of this river, of this Son of Man, with the book of life before him, ruling for the holy ones, the ones set apart from Babylon, the ones spiritual circumcised of heart, whose spirits are built up by the sword of the Lord that has separated their spirit from their flesh. It is for those ones that they shall receive the knowledge of the glory. Israel didn't have the knowledge of the glory. Habakkuk didn't have the knowledge of the glory. The Old Covenant didn't have the knowledge of the glory. The knowledge of the glory is the New Covenant. And it has been ever increasing revelation since the time of the first century apostles. And all the wisdom which is the knowledge of the glory that's here and how to use these rivers of fire and how these rivers of fire use you and how they indwell in the temple of fire and how they transform a vessel into a building of fire and how they take an ordinary man and woman and make them a divine vessel of eternal ancient fire, unchangeable Shekinah glory shall increase. It shall intensify and they shall understand how the spirit of burning works inside their spirit. How it devours and circumcises man's heart. How it devours and circumcises man's mind and how it flows through the vessels. As it is written, they shall all know the Lord of glory. They shall all know the fire of God. They shall all dwell in the Shekinah. And bringing that forth now will burn up all the enemies of Christ everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Glory. Oh, we thank you for our love. Rivers of fire. Rivers of fire. Mm. This is what Jesus Christ said about the rivers of fire. 
Luke 3.16 But John made it clear by telling them, There is none coming who is mightier than I. He is supreme. In fact, I'm not worthy or even being his slave. I can only baptize you in this river. But he will baptize you into the spirit of holiness and into his raging fire. John the Baptist, the spirit of prophecy, Jesus through his cousin prophesied of the rivers of raging fire. Song of Solomon says, everything will be consumed. How many of y'all know this fire is agape love? This is the love that's stronger than death, which means stronger than the animal flesh. Stronger than the name of the beast on the forehead, which is your own human name, the number of your human name. This is a fire stronger than the self-life. This is a fire stronger than your name. This is a, a fire stronger than your consciousness. A fire that alters consciousness. A fire that translates consciousness and brings every name under the name of Jesus under its dominion by fire. Everything will be consumed. It will stop at nothing, Song of Songs 8-7. As you yield everything to this furious fire. Until it won't even seem like a sacrifice anymore. In other words, it won't feel like it's raging. People say, it's raging. No, it feels like it's normal flow. This is how the fire always feels. This is the passion of God the Father. This is the zeal of the Lamb of God. This is the power of the seven spirits of God. The fire of divine love. The raging baptism of how the living waters come. People think it's going to be cool and refreshing. Only for those who love holiness. Most people will be just completely annihilated in raging fire. The Bible says many people's hearts will stop because of fear. Because they practice religion. They never really even believed in God. They just had a bunch of soulish religion in their brains from the New Testament. But when real fire comes, whoo, it's different. It's other. It's holy. Experiencing that is knowing Him. It's knowing His love. You must know His fire. You must grow in His fire. And you must understand the fire that incinerates the animal consciousness off of the angel is the only expression of love in the world. If it doesn't burn the animal, it's not agape. 
If it burns the animal, reveals the spirit, reveals the heart, that is the evidence. It's the true fire of God, which is true divine love. Divine love is always stronger than death. Meaning that it burns the animal. It burns the human nature. It burns the brain. It burns the argument. It burns the opinion. All they can do in the manifest presence of the fire of love is weep and gnash their teeth because all other false expressions have been defeated at Calvary. And the only expression shall be that of the holy fire of the throne of Zion from the mountain of the Lord rising in the believer's spirit. And the false fire of the soul and the false fire of the senses shall burn as an animal sacrifice, as a beast offering to the living Father. And we just declare, burn it all. Burn it in us. Burn our hearts. Burn our minds. Burn our thoughts. Judge everything. We want the fire of divine love. We want love in a greater way. differently than others but it's extremely hot in my hands all over my skin my arm and uh, I've never felt fire like this at Joel's bar before so I think we know what the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches I'm turning up the fire in August majorly Ha, 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 ha,
for this wildfire intensifying in our spirit. Thank you for bringing it forth today on my birthday. It feels like a special gift of greater fire and judgment towards all the enemies that have attacked this ministry, this ministry that you've given me by grace. Lord, your fire is just going to burn up the opposition. It's going to give us tremendous favor. It's going to burn up the misunderstanding. There will be tremendous harvests. Everything the enemy's done to turn people against us will be burned off by this wildfire. Nothing can stop the fire of God. That's why they call it childbirth and birth pains, like a woman giving birth to a man-child. That's the spirit coming through the heart. It's violent. A righteousness that violently advances the kingdom of heaven. And it will get much easier. Just like childbirth, it just the birthing's the hardest part. It's like three times the pain of being burned alive or something, they say. Well, it's gone, and then all you see is what you've been been birthing, which is heaven, all through you and around you. And you will know it's the Lord Jesus that has come forth through your spirit. That you have birthed the Son of God. And the soul has birthed the Son of God in the spirit. That's the birth pains. That's what the church has been experiencing for a long time. The soul bringing forth Jesus and all of his glory from within itself. The spirit is the center of the soul and the birthing that's being experienced today is the spirit coming forth through the soul in a greater way. Like a river of fire to burn up all the enemies of Jesus. 
This is how the second coming, or the coming in the parousia of Jesus Christ actually happens. Through the believer's spirit, as it gets through our souls in wild ways. Extremely violent in wild ways. We just thank you, Father, for everyone's spirit together in this group manifesting the Lord Jesus Christ in all of His fire through all of our souls, knowing the Lord of glory as He comes forth from our center. And He will manifest. And our job is just to yield to Him coming forth from within us through our spirit, right through our heart, and right through the center of your brain, and he comes out as glory. He comes out as fire. I myself will be a wall of fire round about you as I manifest myself through your spirit. A wall of fire. That is the walls of heavenly Jerusalem in the birthing of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You're birthing him as the line of the tribe of Judah. You're not birthing him as a man. A man is not coming through you. You're birthing him as the God of glory. The God of glory. And all of his glory. And all of his angels. And all of his armies. And all of his chariots of fire. And all of his horsemen of fire. And all of his warring angels of fire and glory. Of spear and sword and arrow comes forth through the believer's spirit. And enforces the government of the kingdom of heaven over all flesh and through all flesh and upon all the wicked with the chains of judgment and upon all their principalities and the sons and daughters of principalities with the chains of judgment in Jesus name hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah glory <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for judgment and justice. Thank you for the foundations of your throne. Manifest through our whole spirit, soul, mind, and personality into the natural realm to wreak havoc like never before. <laughs> Thank you for all the mighty soldiers participating who have circumcised their hearts with the Word of God that have brought forth the throne of the Lamb in this day and all of His judgments towards the spirits of wickedness and to wash all flesh with fire. Glory. A government of holy fire and a government of the words of fire will reign from the high place 
forever over the earth. And we thank you, Father, for manifesting it now quickly by our faith in your promises in this promised land realm of righteousness that you have sanctified us into Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you have brought us into this place. Holy Spirit, you have delivered us from Satan. You have raised us up, Holy Spirit. You have taught us your word. You have taught us all the ways of Jesus to be like Jesus as his brothers and sisters. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for rearing the children. He has reared us. He has birthed us. He has raised us up into a maturity that the Father will bestow kingdom rulership over all the natural realm. In Jesus' name, thank you for the little children that lead the kingdom in the Isaiah chapter 11 anointing. And we'll end with that. Let's read it in the Passion. The cut-off stump of Jesse will sprout, and a fruitful branch will grow from his roots. The Spirit of Yahweh will rest upon him, the Spirit of extraordinary wisdom, the Spirit of perfect understanding, the Spirit of wise strategy, the Spirit of mighty power, the Spirit of revelation, the Spirit of the fear of Yahweh, and he will find his delight in living by the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. And he will neither judge by appearances nor make his decisions based on rumors. With righteousness he will uphold justice for the poor and defend the lowly of the earth. His words will be like a scepter of power that conquers the world. And with the breath, he will slay the lawless one. Righteousness will be his warrior's sa sash and faithfulness his belt. Then the wolf will be subdued and live with the gentle lamb. And the leopard will lie down with the gentle lamb. The young calf and the ferocious lion will be together. And as a shepherd drives his flock, a small child will guide them along. The cow and the bear will graze alongside each other. Cubs and calves will lie down together. The lion, like the ox, will eat straw. The nursing child will place safely near the rattlesnake's den. And the toddler will stretch out his hand, shine light over the serpent. On all my holy mountain of Zion, nothing evil 
or harmful will be found. For the earth will be filled with the intimate knowledge of the Lord Yahweh, just as water swells the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse will be lifted up as a miracle sign to rally the people. Gentiles will diligently seek him, and his resting place will be glorious. On that day, the Lord will extend his hand a second time to restore the remnant of his people. From Assyria, Egypt, Pathros, Ethiopia, Iran, Iraq, Syria, and the coastlands of the sea, he will lift up a banner among the nations and will gather the scattered Jews and assemble the outcasts of Israel from the four corners of the earth. Then Ephraim will be cleansed of envy and those who are hostile to Judah will be cut off. Ephraim will no longer be jealous of Judah and Judah will no longer be hostile toward Ephraim. But they will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west together they will plunder the people of the east they will rule over Edom carnal Christianity and Moab unsanctified unclean believers and the Ammonites the demonized they will obey them and the Lord Yahweh will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea no more waters of chaos he will raise his hand over the Euphrates, and with the might of his wind, he will split it into seven streams. Seven streams that can be easily crossed in sandals, walking into the glory easily. Then there will be a highway leading out of Assyria for his remnant people to return just as it was there for Israel when they were set free from Egypt, global exodus, global deliverance by the seven spirits of God formed in our hearts. That's making straight the way. In Jesus' mighty name for global harvest into the everlasting glory of the Lamb of God on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Bless you guys. Have a wonderful night. If you want to support this ministry, give an offering in the description. Click the links. Love you guys. We'll see you Tuesday. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah.
with us.
I can feel the flutter, flutter, flutter of them. 